0: Welcome to China Tech Talk, the weekly discussion of technology and startups here in China. I am John Artman, editor-in-chief of Techno.com, joined as always by Matthew Brennan. And this week we're joined by special guest, uh, Wang Boyuan. Um, so if you recall, Wang Boyuan was on our show uh, a few months ago. Um, as, a, as a bit of an interviewee, we wanted to talk a little bit about kind of Chinese media, Chinese tech media, and, and things like that. Uh, we have him on again. Um, but in a bit a slightly different format, more as like a, a third co-host or a or a participant participant in a in a in a discussion. Um, and this week we want to talk about uh, music and content here in China, um, kind of inspired by the uh, Tencent Music Group IPO that was scheduled originally to happen this month in October, um, but then is postponed indefinitely. Uh, rumors are suggesting that uh, that it will that it will actually happen sometime in November. Um, and so we had this idea before the postponement, um, to kind of take a look back at the content, uh, market in China, specifically, uh, music streaming and with a splash, of course, with, uh, video because, uh, music and video kind of was all part of the same thing. Um, when, you know, all you could really buy were DVDs and, uh, CDs. So, um, so, Bo Yuan, just you know, before we really kind of jump into it, um, you know, for listeners who didn't listen to your previous episode, just give us a, a brief introduction.
1: Uh, <clears throat> sorry, uh, I'm Wang Boyuan. I'm the uh, editor and translator of Taekron Chinese and Technote. That's all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah very you know, succinct i, I, I no, don't think true, i
1: have more introductions like yeah you know just,
0: yeah so uh, so Wang, yeah so Boyuan, he's um he's kind of our our in-house uh uh what what's 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 the opposite of cinephile uh more like uh my my vocabulary is is leaving me so he's he's kind of our our western geek if you will uh so in terms of tech he's probably the biggest into tech uh first adopter um and perhaps the most knowledgeable i would Say in the entire organization about technology in China. So of course we want to have him on to talk about uh, these these types of things. Um, but yeah, so so first of all, you know, I just remember when I was in university, I came to China in 2004 um, and was just absolutely blown away by the number of pirated DVDs and pirated CDs that uh, that were on offer. Um, and I even remember. Um, going into uh, department store uh, and buying what ended up being completely overpriced um, CDs. I mean, this is in the time when uh, BitTorrent was kind of kind of taking off, uh, not not as popular as perhaps it is now. Um, but in China, you know, they they had this really interesting mix of really expensive. Uh, like licensed music uh, that you could buy in a, in a store. And then of course, you know, every other street corner, they were selling, um, you know, DVD pirated DVDs and and pirated CDs. Um, But Matt, what, what about you? What was your first experience?
2: Yeah. uh, Kind kind of similar. Uh, I think back in the day, it's, I think that's why we wanted to do this episode and cover this topic is because there's been such a huge change um, in the past, um, 10-15 10-15 years or so uh, in China of how people um, pay for music how they consume music and um, we've also seen that abroad we've seen that in, in all parts of the world with uh, you know, the rise of of um, Napster and, and music pirating, and and um, and then <clears throat> with uh, iTunes and and the iPod and things like that. But what happened in China, I think, was was uh, you know special in its own way uh, that went for its own sort of journey, which um, and has led to a place now where we are with the Tencent Music IPO, right? Like. And the way that Tencent Music works is quite different from... uh, It often gets compared with Spotify, right? So the way Spotify monetizes and the way Tencent monetizes are quite different. Um, And in order to understand that, I think we need to step back and look at the history, right, of how this... uh, uh, of how how music's being consumed in china today um so going back to your original question john like yeah my first memories of of um of music in china is uh is, is pretty similar that um most people would uh, would you, you could buy it on cds um in in pirated format in in stores um and, pretty much in most um, you know busy marketplace areas Um, and then you could actually go to um, supermarkets uh, and buy the I I think it was the real I think they were like official CDs or whatever but um, they were a much higher price point and nobody ever did that (laughs) or nobody that uh, I I couldn't I couldn't see I I don't think I ever saw anyone buy one of the official CDs
0: and 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 what about what about what about you i mean like you know like us were like the la wai like reminiscing over our first china experiences but i mean like you know you grew up here <laughs> so like what's when 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 did you did you ever did you ever like actually buy uh cds or music or or dvds or anything like that
1: uh, my first memory uh um i think the first cassette i bought was uh was the Tang Dynasty the the the, the heavy metal rock band mm. uh, of China in back in 19 1994? I think <laughs> that was the time. Um, as I and um, since then, I um, I'm uh, constantly I'm a constant buyer of uh, you know the music, and um, I think around uh, 2004, uh, by the time you you just arrived in China, just that was kind of uh, the golden golden age of uh, CDs and uh, uh, DVDs you know uh, the pirate lessons Um, yeah I but actually I I never I never bought a lessons the CD I mean in China um, one reason is uh, is too expensive it's like 60 60 It's is too much expensive you know even for now and um, and the other reason is uh, they are they are the censorship sometimes they uh uh they 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 just scrap some songs from it so it's uh not complete and it's not a complete album so that's why i'm always uh but I I got a lot of CDs, but it's all from the we 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 call it we call it dark it's it's kind of a from it's a it's kind of a garbage, you know, plastic garbage imported from from overseas, from from the U.S., from Japan or whatever. It's really cheap and it's, uh, it's not censored and. Um, yeah, the sound quality is not uh, it's not not that bad. So uh, that's the that's my uh, that's my like uh, the young the 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 young the young me that getting the uh, so, get, so get in touch with the music in the first time. So yeah.
0: so yeah. so Boyuan, how 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 old were you in uh, in nineteen ninety four?
1: Um, uh,
0: seven or eight years old. Wow! So you, so your, you, so your parents let you buy a heavy metal cassette when you were seven or eight.
1: Yeah, I think they're cool. You know, <laughs> I, I, I saw the poster. I, I didn't see Kaiser, but uh, I, I, don't, I don't think Kaiser was in, in, in was contributing that album. But uh, mm. I, I mean, Kaiser Guo. Uh, but uh, mm. I think that was cool. And my parents think not, not you know, uh, not. You know, they're okay with that, so... <laughs>
0: yeah, well, it's it's funny because I think that my... The first piece of music that I ever bought was, um, was a CD, and it must have been when I was... Twelve or or thirteen years old, mm-hmm. um, and so it's really kind of funny to hear that 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 you were buying, you actually bought a cassette when you were seven or eight. I mean, like were were cassettes really popular back then? Yeah, I
1: think this the CD went popular around the year two thousand, and before that it was all cassette. And cassette is cheap; it's cheaper than CD. CDs can can be priced as I mean sixty kwai, but uh, a cassette. It's, uh, it's around 10, I guess. Yeah. I remember it's 10 out uh, 9.8, 9.8, like that. So it's,
0: wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean like 60, 60 B for, for music these days, um, yeah. is, is a lot. Yeah. I mean, you look at, I mean, we're, we're going to get into it in a little bit, but like one of the things that we want to talk about is that is that evolution from, um, from kind of physical to, to, to digital and also kind of pirated to, to licensed, which is really, really kind of interesting, interesting trend. Um, But I I just again, it kind of like just going, staying down memory lane for a minute. Um, I just remember, you know, coming because I I had I had actually in high school, um, one of my classmates was was Chinese and uh, he would he would come to visit his family in China. Uh, once every summer, and he would come back with like all these all these DVDs, and he was like, "Yeah, they're like a dollar a DVD, which is which is like insanely cheap uh, compared to how much a DVD would cost in in the states. I mean, you're looking at anywhere between fifteen to up to forty U.S. dollars for you know one or or a box set depending on on the edition, um, and then you know just being able to go into these DVD shops, you know, drop let's say fifty renminbi B, and then you know be able to come home with you know tens, uh, upwards of 50 uh, different different discs was was absolutely amazing. Um, and then these days you know, I have not seen, A DVD store in a long time, a long time. Um, I can't even remember. We used to have one. We used to have two actually in our compound. Uh, One closed maybe four or five years ago. uh, And then at some point, maybe about a year ago, two years ago, the other one closed. And since then, I haven't seen any DVDs being sold anywhere, to be honest.
2: Mm. So, I mean, as a, as a, I'm from from the UK, from London, you know, coming to China, you know, the first impression about music is wow, you know, it's, it's, there's, everyone listens to, nobody buys the real stuff, Uh, everything's pirated. And they've got these stores where you can buy super cheap DVDs and and CDs everywhere. So that was one part of it. I think another thing that really struck me was that um, the actual artists that were popular. So I remember distinctly in the first year, there was this song. um, So the the artists that were most popular um, at the time were um, a band from Taiwan called SHE, a girl band. um, And um, Jay Cho, who is also from Taiwan, a, a male pop singer. And for you know, at this time, these 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 two Taiwanese uh, one one girl group and one one um, male solo singer were like so so popular. You could walk anywhere without hearing their music pretty much, and. Um, but how they actually monetized that 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 fame and that popularity is quite interesting because obviously they did they didn't make much on selling CDs, which is how you would do that in in Europe or in the states, um, and and so these what they did was that they were just selling they were advertising almost everything you could imagine, uh, biscuits, Coke, um, all kinds of different snacks, um, yeah, scooters, you know, you couldn't everywhere you'd go you'd see these 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 pop stars um, advertising all kinds of different products, and uh, for me, I was just what well, it was just so strange. I, I couldn't like it's because it, it's just not cool, right? I mean, like if you're into uh, as a Westerner coming in and looking at it, so I'm going like, why would oh that's so cheesy? Like, why would you? Why would anyone like to buy a biscuit from SHE? Um, but uh, I, it kind of makes sense that. Um, Uh, you know, that's, that's the way to monetize, right? If, if you can't sell any CDs.
0: Yeah, that, that in concerts. Um, and I think, you know, concerts, concerts are typical for, for any, any musical artist where, I mean, depending on your contract with the label, uh, album sales aren't, aren't going to make up a majority of, of your income. A lot of it's going to be coming from, um, coming from doing concerts and, uh, and selling merchandise, um, which I think was was also quite heavy for for a lot of these um, for a lot of these bands uh, around the time that you're talking about as well. And so, lot and even these days, there's still tons of tours. Um, lots of shows going on, uh, in different areas all, all the time. Um, but you know, with with advertisements, I mean, that's still going on too. Um, uh, you know, Jay Joe is still, if I recall correctly, or at least until a couple of years ago, he was still, um, you know, advertising for uh instant noodle an instant noodle brand. He was still the spokesperson for the uh, iMa the uh, the electric bikes, which, to be honest, are not very good. Um. And, uh, yeah. And I mean, to me that, you know, the, the whole, the whole, uh, celebrity, uh, advertisement model where you get spokes, spokespeople, um, to, to represent your brand, uh, well-known faces. I mean, this is, this is a kind of a tried and tried and proven, uh, model in China where I think a lot of it is just a complete lack of creativity on the ad agency side where they're like, Hey, you know, um, what are we gonna do? We need to do an ad. We have an ad campaign. Okay, let's just get this famous person on. Um, so, for example, like Yao Chen, she was uh, kind of kind of out. She's an actress. She was kind of out for a while from uh, from from the movie scene. For I'm not even sure why. But then, you know, months before uh, Fei Chang Wu Rao Two came out, which she was a main character in, or she played a main character in, she was everywhere, absolutely everywhere. And then, of course, the movie comes out, and she and her face is still plastered on on billboard. And, and posters all over the place. Um, so you know the model of, of, of taking celebrities and 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 having them everywhere as spokespeople. It's tried tried and tried and proven in China. Um, although although now that you mention it, Matt, I realize that I haven't seen as many uh, musical celebrities um, doing that. Like I can't like honestly, I can't remember the last time that I saw a music celebrity. I see actors. Uh, I've seen some comedians and some other types of people, including uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and. Uh, benedict cumberbatch um but i don't i don't see many uh, musical celebrities um on these on these posters or ads anymore
2: yeah i think there's less of it these days um yeah so you know uh, that was that was definitely the situation at one point and then i think um certainly a new stage of music consumption opened up um with the Popularity, uh, increased popularity of um, internet bars and consuming music um, through your desktop, right? Downloading MP3s, um, and um, and so that was kind of a revolution, I think, right? That people started consuming. Um, well, it was it, more and more people started consuming music that way. Um, I remember that at that time, one of the key uh, parts was was actually that. On on uh, certainly on Baidu on Baidu search engine you could actually just directly search for um, for MP3s of music and, and download them and play them from from Baidu um, and that actually was a, a, a pretty like a kind of a killer feature really for Baidu compared to compared to Google I mean would you guys um, would you guys say that as well?
0: Yeah, but not even but not even uh, Baidu. I mean, like there was uh, late was it Lei Shun? Shun Lei with with uh, what is it Shark Sharkwire or something like that. Um, e Mule was also really really popular. I don't think torrents ever really took off in China, um, but you did have you know E Mule uh, like things where you know distributed um distributed downloads where um you would basically download directly from uh someone someone else's someone else's hard drive um or you would upload it to uh to to Shunlei um and, and download it directly from the, from them as well. But yeah boy and I mean like looking at looking at file sharing, I mean like it never BitTorrent never took off, did it? mm
1: mm-hmm. No. No never, you know. Back that time uh, uh one thing that BitTorrent is not popular is because it's uh, it's, quite, uh, it's It got quickly taken down. Uh, took down by the police. I I remember back in the days, there was a there was a website called BT China, BitTorrent China, or BT China. It Just quickly took took down by the police, and uh, so people are just scared. Get scared using the BitTorrent, and BitTorrent is not uh, not uh, stable. You know, if you want to, uh, you want uh, some music or some files that. Uh, Know, been post post like a long time ago. You want to re-download it? Uh, maybe uh, there's no seeds or something. You know, you, mm. yeah, it's not it's not convenient. But uh, email. Uh, there's a website called Very CD. Uh, this there's a this there's a website that that uh, hosts one server. Uh, the, the the email uh, e donkey server for that, and uh, a lot of people using that. Yeah, that was really is that, really Is that what crazy. you used as well? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. There's a lot of lot of uh, albums, movies, and uh, you know, ebooks uh, upload to the server every day. Every day, you, you you can you can search for that. You know, at that at that time it was really the early and really very beginning of Chinese Chinese internet. So people are eager to get something new. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, it, and of course it wasn't it wasn't just music. It was everything. Everything. Um, yeah. mov- movies. Music, yeah. I mean, TV poker is crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. kind of, kind of the the, the beginnings of, of, of online content in a, in, a, in a certain way as well. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, so so Matt, you're talking about kind of Baidu and, and Baidu Cloud and, and things like that. But I mean, like Baidu was also one of the the earliest players in the online music space in in general, um, and and they really kind of dominated uh, that that music space for for quite some time. Sure
2: well I think like like I alluded to it's um, it, I think it was a my understanding uh, that was a reason to use Baidu uh, over Google when Google was in China right One of the killer features for for, for Baidu was was being able to download mu- find music um, and download it. obviously this I don't think it was illegal but it was kind of in a gray area is my understanding uh, but Google wouldn't do it and um you know so that kind of hurt them in terms of their popularity um
1: i think i think the baidu music uh the reason why baidu music went popular was was the uh, was with the uh, block blockage the age of blogs? You know, at that time, a lot of personal blogs are uh, are setting up around 2000. I, th- I think 2000 or early 2000. Um, a lot of people uh, wants to um, you know share what they are listening to uh, on their uh, on their own blog. So but at that time you know the the, the people just they, they don't have uh you know uh money to uh rent for a server or, uh, or the server the cost is too much so they are looking for the existing music files on on the internet so Baidu is the uh is the only only search engine that can can get can get you the the valid valid mu the, the, the valid link to the music so that's why people are using Baidu music other than as uh, an or whatever others because they they get the link to share with others that is one thing that is really important you know after google entered enter china they uh, they launched the uh, they launched the music service called uh, i i can't remember Jing uh, or whatever or, or two six five or uh, some something like that um, it's a it's a service that uh, you know you you can download it's all lessons to music you can download freely without any cost you can get uh, uh, at the best sound quality and uh, you don't have to pay but uh, it still cannot be Baidu music yeah at that time so i think uh, the reason why Baidu music was uh, leading uh, around that time was uh, was the people's need of sharing yeah
2: Right, and sharing that would be on like the QQ, QQ Kongjian, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Q yeah. Yeah, Q Zone. Yeah, at exactly. the time, Tencent doesn't provide provide the music service, so uh, they have the they have the the music plugin, but you have to upload your own uh, uh, URL. So, you know, people people mm-hmm. cannot find the space to upload their own music, but they, they, instead they have to find the, the existing one. So. So QQ Kongjian really
2: for 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 the listeners yeah. who don't know, it's kind of like a little bit like MySpace in in terms of how like mm-hmm. the color scheme is really horrible <laughs> and gaudy <laughs> and like <laughs> really <laughs> nasty like clashing colors and and. Just tacky stuff, um, but yeah. it's kind of, as as Boyan just said. It's more like a blog, um, and you can add music and uh, upload lots of pictures and, and, and write stuff. and And you also had like a character as well. That I think, right? There was like a yeah yeah a character that you could dress up and uh, yeah. lots of I guess systems.
1: Back with that diamonds. time, it was the main revenue of Tencent. 10 yeah, I mean, yeah, it was yeah. pretty big at one stage. Yeah, 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 but it since the qzone the Q qq Q qzone doesn't provide the upload feature so you can't upload uh like large files uh like movies uh, music etc so you you can only upload uh pictures pictures and uh, you know red blocks mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah and people would actually pay money to like decorate their their um their character and their their sort of uh, virtual items and stuff for for their qq uh Show or the Q Zone, right? And, and I think you know this this behavior of uh, Chinese users paying for that kind of stuff, which I think is is kind of you don't see out so you don't, certainly you don't see it much in America, um, uh, but you see it a lot here of like users being willing to pay for like stuff that sort of pimps out their, their homepage or, or that makes their sort of character look special. Um, you know, this, this behavior was, has been around for quite a
0: while. I mean, yeah. I mean, you say you met Matt, Matt, you say that, but I mean, like you look at, you look at Fortnite. I mean, like these days, <clears throat> all the, all the kids, I mean, like and maybe not, not, <laughs> right. not so young people, like, they, they they shell out some some bucks for uh, for different skins and things like that for free to play games and that's basically the entire monetization model for these uh, free to play yeah. games is like vanity a lot I mean some some are play to win right where you have to pay to get like better gear and things like that but. Um, a lot of the quote unquote ethical, let's say, uh, free to play models are just, uh, vanity things. Um, that's true for Fortnite. Um, you know, EA tried to do that with some of, some of their, um, online games and things. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely not just China. I sure, mean, maybe sure. back then it was, but cer- certainly it's not now.
2: <laughs> sure. Good points. Um, yeah, I think it's also worth mentioning if we go back to music, uh, you know. A little bit later on, I think there was also a, a, a sort of a, um, a phenomenon that happened in music in China, which was like the uh, the TV shows that became super popular, like um, Supergirl. Um, there was a whole wave of like, uh, mostly from Hunan Weishu, right, the Hunan TV, they were, they were really mm-hmm. famous for it, of doing uh, um, celebrity shows, um to, to and, and and the winners of these competitions became mega famous and so there was kind of a, a revolution there of reality TV uh, transforming the the at least the pop music culture in China
1: yeah and I think is. It was also the first time some most of the people actually uh pay money for music for the first time you know they but they they did they didn't pay to uh you know buy the c d you know, or uh, uh pay the c d or uh download or something they just uh used the uh they, they pay the the telecom carriers for the for the customized ringtones and and etc you know
0: Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, Talk about, talk about memory lane. I remember, I remember that. Yeah. Like you would, you would call, call different people and you get like these, these different, uh, these different ringtones. And I mean, so not, I mean, so obviously like when, when someone calls you and then the, the sound that your phone makes, but then also like when you call someone else, what music plays when they're when they're uh, when the phone when your phone is ringing uh, and people would also uh, pay to customize that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, again, memory lane just talking about, you know, earlier about the um, the Internet Internet bars or, or, or I guess more accurate is kind of like an Internet. Internet dungeons usually um, where, you know, kids would just kind of hang out, smoke cigarettes and and just play around on their QQ zone or play some some multiplayer games or or something like that. Um, I used to spend a lot of time in the in the Internet bars because I I didn't when I moved to China, I didn't have my own computer. And I really like playing video games, as I'm sure some of our listeners um have have heard many times. Um and so yeah, I mean hanging out hanging out there, I mean, you know, it was it was really um that that's that's really where the culture was in a lot of ways. That's where the youth culture was. That was where a lot of the online culture was was in these these internet um internet bars, whatever. Um and and people just kind of kind of hanging out and sometimes like all night, uh, twenty four I mean these these places were open usually twenty four hours. Um and so people just kinda of hanging out, listening to music, playing video games um, and socializing o- online. Um, and, and again, I mean, just thinking about the o- offline, how, how much the mobile internet... Has changed the the offline landscape. Where um, I see, I st- actually I still see internet bars every once in a while, but they certainly are not as ubiquitous as, as they as they they used to be. And the one that I used to go to that's that's near my house, I mean it's been it's been closed for for years now. Um, there's really you know because it used to be it used to double as a, a pool hall and and an internet bar, um, but they got they got shut down uh, maybe four or five years ago. So um, so Boyan, I mean like what you were talking about before about ringtones and stuff like that. Um, You know, it's it's interesting because that really kind of is is kind of that that inflection point where um, people became willing to to actually pay for music. Um, But even but even it's still even even from that point, it still took many years. Um, to get to kind of where we are now, where paying for music, um, in particular, kind of uh, higher quality or or membership and subscriptions, um, is 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 very very normal these days. But um, but back then, I remember you know it must have been 2012, 2013 when smartphones were starting to get popular, uh, and you could listen to to music through your phone on, on an app. You know there was uh, a lot of debate about whether or not the china market would ever be ready to to pay for content and the consensus at the time was no of course not i mean everything has always been free it's always going to be free um, and so it's you can't you can't expect chinese users users to actually pay for anything yeah
1: because the internet at that time is the, is the cheapest entertainment you know, for the, for the Chinese people, so they they cannot imagine a world that uh, you know you you use everything on the internet, uh, and uh, meanwhile you you pay for that, you know. People would not, you know, they they just they just cannot accept this reality. <laughs> yeah, but actually, you know, back in 2006, they 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 have already paid, you know, paid for music, but it's not the the, the music file, but just ringtones and and other stuff, you know. <laughs> but they paid, and and at that time, ringtone was was kind of uh, the the main monetized way for the for the music, you know, the music industry in China. So. <laughs> yeah the things just changed right there's no one no yeah. one no one just pay the subscriptions but now a lot of people just have uh, like uh, uh, two or three even more service at one time you know they they pay like fifty, fifty 50 yuan 50 quiet amounts for music yeah that's this is this, 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 the world has changed <laughs> yeah
0: I don't think I've heard any customized ringtones these days. I mean, it's usually like the the kind of the Apple ringtone, kind of showing, "Hey, look how much money I have." Uh, I have an Apple phone, or you know, like before, even before Apple, it was the Nokia ringtone, which was the status symbol. Yeah. Um. Now it's kind of like the Apple uh, and the the Samsungs, and of course, moving you know Xiaomi as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you don't you don't hear these customized ringtones anymore. That's yeah, for sure. It's amazing yeah. to yeah. think Apple just that k- people would pay for Apple that. Apple just right? killed ringtone culture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> but yeah. how
2: much were the ringtones actually to to buy? I mean, like were they? I, I never, I don't think I ever bought one. I can't remember buying one. Were they? How much were
1: they? I think it's only like 0.5, 0.5 yuan, or five yuan, or one, 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 one yuan, one yuan.
2: Ah, oh, so yeah. still so pretty still cheap. Quite cheap. Even even back then, still quite cheap. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. Like you said, it's crazy to think because, like now, we can we can do that for free, but nobody bothers, <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Um, and it's well, uh, it's it's kind of a, you know it's a penless payment. It's it's only you know it will it will roll into your uh, your phone bill, so you you can't you know. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And that was, and that was the back, back, back in the day. I mean, yeah, geez. Oh my gosh. So much nostalgia. Um, That was back in the day where like every, like all of your interaction with your, with your uh, telecom carrier was done through SMS. And so you could like subscribe to certain service packages, unsubscribe from certain certain service packages, uh, get these like order custom ringtones and, and, and all these things. And, and, and for me, I mean like, you know, when I, so I moved to China in 2008, Um, And that's, that's when I first had a, had a mobile phone. And, you know, I I was, it was about a year into it before someone actually sat me down and be like, Hey, look, John, you're paying way too much for, for your, for your mobile phone. And then, you know, he just sat down for like, for like 10 or 15 minutes, kind of messaging back and forth with the, the automated service uh, with the, with uh, China mobile, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, suddenly my, my, the, the, amount of money that I was paying for my cellular service was cut like cut in half almost <clears throat> because you know there's like calling packages there's SMS packages and all that stuff but if you're just kind of doing what I was which was just pay as you go uh, top up cards and things like that um, you know you you, you you were paying paying way too much um, but it's also one of those things like if you don't really know what you're doing then you don't you don't know that that SMS interaction with telecom <laughs> was actually a thing
1: Yeah, yeah that's how the music industry was you know <laughs> getting money <laughs> yeah
0: mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, and so kind of, kind of moving. You know, fast forwarding a little while. Um. So as as the smartphone industry really started to take off, um, in particular as smartphones became more affordable, um, with uh, Xiaomi uh, kind of leading the way. Um, you know, the the mobile Internet started to become more and more popular. Uh, and so there was this kind of movement away from, as we were just saying, uh, ringtones and in and, and things like that to actually being able to stream Music uh, through your phone, usually downloading it on, on Wi-Fi. Uh, in part because um, the the mobile internet wasn't that fast, mm-hmm. and it was a little bit expensive back then. So you would download it, and then and then you could actually um, um, listen to it. But again, I mean that same trope was still in play of of you know Chinese people are never going to uh, never going to pay for it. Um, and then you know fast forward even more uh, to you know to to now. Let's say. Um, people are very willing to uh to 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 pay for music and and, and Boyun, as you were saying i mean like 50 quai a month i think apple is is even apple music is is cheaper than that in the china market it's only 15 renminbi uh per month so it's it's extremely affordable um it's 10 and so actually. what's kind of interesting is it's
1: 10 10, 10, 10 quai, yeah
0: Oh, uh, uh, I, I pay 15 for the for the family sharing. Oh, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, so so, you know, looking at looking at the the kind of the evolution of, of streaming content in China, um, you know, pretty much. And this is this is definitely squarely where where Tencent Music um, kind of kind of fits in. Um, it's really kind of interesting to see how, you know, even even back back then. There was this um, this ecosystem play where Tencent Tencent was was backing some companies. Um, Alibaba was backing companies. Baidu had their own had their own offering. Um, but then you know the the Alibaba and the 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 Baidu backed music services. Well, they're still they're still around, but they're just not as popular as uh, Tencent Music.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, there's uh, there's some. I think it's four to five mainstream uh, music streaming service in China. Uh, Tencent QQ Music, uh, Alibaba, they got Xiaomi, Xiaomi Music, and uh, NetEase, they got uh, Net, uh, NetEase Club Music, Wang Yi Yunyingue. And Baidu, they got Baidu Music, and they recently, I think they just collaborated with, uh, with NetEase, so... They 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 can be the same 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 campaign uh, campaign. So, um, and there's also some, uh, Google, Google, uh, and uh, many others, and Apple Music. So, um, uh, at uh, the at the age of uh, streaming services, things still sharing is the most important one of the most important feature that uh, uh, uh any mu- music streaming uh app or service should have. Uh, you know, back in uh, you know back in the Baidu Music age, you know you have to share the music to your uh, readers and audience of your blogs. And uh, uh, at the uh, as the mobile phone age, you have to uh, let uh, other people listen, you know, listen to your ringtone or, or something. You know, it's still uh, still about sharing. And uh, you know, in the in the in the in the WeChat age, it's still sharing is still important. So. I remember back in uh, I mean like 2 years ago 2 years ago 3 years ago um, there's a war between between Alibaba and Tencent and and Tencent decided not to you know uh, uh, accept uh, uh Xiaomi music to uh, uh, directly share share with uh, you know uh, you know the WeChat users so you can't you can't share the music you're listening on Xiaomi music to your WeChat friend and that is uh, a really a big hit to the to Xiaomi music and Alibaba you know um, because if you're using QQ music you can share directly with uh with the uh, with your friends on WeChat and you can you can just click with one click you can listen to the music and uh, have this all this uh you know the the, the music playing interface with uh, lyrics with uh, background playing and uh, you know just full function but uh if you are if you are sharing with uh, Xiaomi Music, you you can't have that. You know, you can't even open that. Yeah.
0: So it's what's what's kind of interesting is is this something similar played out recently, uh, where um, Tencent um, you, you know used to be able to share directly from Douyin and Kuaishou mm-hmm. into into WeChat. Um, But what's happened is that um, they 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 now now you can't do that. And the excuse at the time was because of government regulations, the government was cracking down on vulgar content. Um, But Tencent still hasn't lifted the ban. Um, Still, you're still not able to share directly from the Douyin app, for example, Mm -hmm. into WeChat. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can still copy and paste uh, a link. And then and then open that link inside of WeChat. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't you cannot share uh, directly. Um, and, you know, in surprise, surprise, of course, Tencent has has their own short form video. Uh, Weisho uh, or Weisho, excuse me. Um so so i mean boyan, do you remember like you know was there any excuse that that WeChat made to to block uh shami shami sharing i think it's uh it's a copyright issue
1: i i, I remember you know tencent state that uh, some of the uh, songs on the shami music shami music and uh, NetEase music have uh copyright issues, so they uh not You know, going to um, you know, give the open the API for the. I remember that. Yeah.
0: But of course, I mean, you know, Tencent Music and QQ Music and stuff like that. They had they had no copyright problems, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're the biggest biggest copyright holders. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So QQ Music is really uh, really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard for the uh, for the Xiaomi Music users. They can't they can't share the the music, but meanwhile some of their favorite songs are not not you know, on the QQ music list. So really kind of a, you know, kind of a hard for them, you know, to stay or to switch to another music service. Yeah.
2: Mm. Um, yeah. I was just going to say the, um, so QQ music uh, is the, is the currently in the market leading um, platform mm. uh, and a and monthly subscription on there is 15 yuan. I've got it in front of me. Um, so actually, that's quite that's that's cheaper than what we were saying with the Apple Music quite considerably. Um, but going back to your point about the uh, the 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 war between the, the music war, the, it's quite a short-lived war if, if I remember correctly. But um, between uh, Alibaba and Tencent, um, it just goes to illustrate the power of of uh, how Tencent controlling the social platforms naturally gives them a leg up in areas like like music music's a great example of like where the social sharing aspect um of the experience is is quite important and um and then controlling the social platforms means you can always uh,
1: tilt things in your favor mm-hmm. there's also you know
0: i oh, mean it's it's sorry
1: go ahead yeah um there's one one key difference from the from Spotify because I'm a Spotify listener, so um, it's one thing that really different is uh, you know if you use uh, QQ or uh, use Xiaomi or use NetEase Club Music, you can oh, you can see that uh, every song under every every uh, every single page of the, the the song you can you can see the comments people are really you know make great comments on that on that page you know every song they say oh, i listen to the song i really love the sound the song reminds me of that what and they maybe they, then may they may even like like chat you know on the common common area that is really different i i used apple music i used spotify i see Tidal. i see deezer but i, I never saw the common 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 area
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Apple music has no, no social features whatsoever. Yeah. Um, at least, at least natively in, in, inside the app. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not quite sure about sharing just because I'm, I don't, I don't like to share. Uh. Um, so so I I'm not, I haven't actually tested that feature on on it's, on, it's not uh, sharing the music.
1: music you know it's it's just about uh, how you feel about the song they, they're mm. not they're mm. sharing the feeling not sharing the song that that is right that is quite different you know yeah. if you look look at Chi- Chinese music streaming service It's people that they want to yeah they want to share their feelings so you you have to leave. Mm. Leave a common area for for the for every single song. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I guess kind of Twitter, Twitter, and Facebook have kind of taken that taken that uh-huh. space in a, in, a, in a certain uh-huh. way in in the Western internet. Uh-huh. Where, um, but Twitter if, like, if you like right. a certain Twitter one. Right. No, but yeah, I mean like. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in terms of, in mean, you know, these these are kinds of like, these are kind of like the default uh, sharing channels, right? Yeah. And so, not obviously not not just sharing the music, but also commenting on it. Yeah. Um. So you so share share the link. Uh, embed the the Spotify link in in the Twitter feed or the Facebook feed mm-hmm. um, or whatever whatever it might be, mm-hmm. um, and then and then make your make your comments or or, or something like that, and then kind of have a, a bit more of a public conversation uh, about a lot of these things. Um, whereas it's interesting because you know if you're just commenting on on the the song itself within the music app, it's really not as as um, a wide of a discussion in in a certain sense as as you would have on on Facebook or Twitter in that way. Um, but I want I wanted to kind of take, you know, just to, to look uh, back um, a little bit at kind of the Matt's comment about, you know, the role of, of WeChat in the Tencent ecosystem. And, you know, I have to wonder, so so for example, um, you know, DD is getting a lot of flack recently over, you know, their their complete dominance of, of the market. Uh, state media is kind of laying into them about monopolistic behavior and, and things like that um, when, you know, it's just that they are the leading player. Um, and and I and I kind of have to wonder. I mean, like you know, ten cent in, in a certain sense is is kind of mono, is monopolistic as well um, because with with WeChat and with their ability to to basically block you know content, block other platforms. Like if you're not part of the ten cent ecosystem, well then just get the hell away from us. Um, and the, and of course they always find what are. At the time, perhaps reasonable excuses. Um, but even like you know, if if Xiaomi did have the copyrights, if they did have the correct licensing, you know, now I mean, like you know, the the kind of the scrutiny over Douyin and kind of and the the uh, the cleaning up kind of phase uh, for short form video has kind of passed uh, for now, perhaps. Um, but they, you know, they still um, they still they still they still do that. They still keep these 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 bans in place, and so you know, it does seem that um, that they that they're still. Kind of engaging in monopolistic behavior. Um,
2: yeah, I think there's definitely. It's hard to argue. Is occasionally they they don't do that. I mean, when you look at the um, the, the 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 clearest example is the ride-hailing war, right? Um, which you referred to there with Didi. Um, Versus Uber, when Uber got all their WeChat accounts shut down, and uh, they had they got blocked with several of their campaigns, and the excuse was kind of I I can't even remember what the excuse it was a ludicrous excuse, <laughs> um, basically they said they abused the uh, the rules of the platform or something vague like that. Um, it was quite clear that. Um, yeah, what was going on uh, to everybody, and and uh, I think yeah, we've seen that in other industries, uh, music and and uh, short video, um, yeah, e-commerce, yeah, payments, yeah. Of course, it's the uh, it's. Uh, I think it's you know uh, any Chinese company would would do the same, uh, and do do the same on on other platforms as well. And they don't they don't play very nicely here. It's like uh, you know the.
0: Competition is fierce, <laughs> right? Um, well, it's also—I mean—it's also really an interesting, an interesting lack of lack of regulation. I mean, this is the kind of a common theme when you're talking about uh, tech in China in in general. Um, but certainly, you know, um, this type of behavior, uh, w- at least if, if not in terms of, uh, you know, regulation in terms of public opinion, um, you know, it would kind of force Facebook or Twitter to kind of take steps back in terms of in terms of how they regulate sharing on the platform. Um, but in China, I mean, it doesn't seem I mean, and boy, maybe I'm getting this wrong because I don't I don't see it very much, but it doesn't seem like there's there's this really kind of broad. Uh, principle based discussion about how platforms need to be more open to their competitors, or mm-hmm. something.
1: I, I mean, I always, you know, I, I don't know why uh, how, how QQ Music become how Tencent Music becomes becomes the biggest. Um, I mean, in 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 what in in what aspect? I mean, uh, uh, subscribers or uh, or uh, the their uh, the, their contents or any other things, you know or their values or I, I i still i still don't get it you know because my 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 use experience of uh, QQ community is, is really horrible <laughs> they don't they don't even get the concept of an, uh, of an album you know they they even don't uh, know how to sort an album in the, in the, in the right order you know <laughs> They even get, yeah, <laughs> I
0: you know, oh, I hate when they I hate when they do that.
1: Yeah, I I I just don't know. You know, I mean, if you compare to uh, you know compare the Chinese uh, music streaming service to the Westerns, um, if 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 Tencent Music is Apple, and then what is Spotify? What is Tadal, What is Deezer? I just. I just don't know, you know. <laughs> I I can't. I I just can't comment on this because I I just don't know how QQ uh, QQ Music becomes a, becomes the first.
0: <laughs> well, so so it, to be to be clear, it's not just QQ Music, right? It's also KuGo Cool. Uh yeah. You know, uh, that's all garbage service it's all garbage service Why do you say that? Just the same reasons. Yes,
1: they don't understand music. <laughs> I mean <laughs> they just they're just rich. They they're just rich and get a lot of copyrights. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, but right. they don't understand yeah.
1: music. They don't they don't they don't even, you know, they can't even compare to Shami uh, music. You know, Shami music uh, is funded by some some ex ex Alibaba employees, and uh, they, are, they 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 love music. They want to they want to build a, a whole database for 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 the uh, for the music worldwide. So they um, you know that's why they, uh, they they made they made this service. You know they they ask people to share. Uh, the music as a whole album. Um, I mean, album by album. It's not a uh, single by single at that time. At, at the very beginning. Now I think they have singles, but at the beginning they only ex- accept uh, studio albums. That's that's why I think Shami is more professional to 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 music, while while QQ Music is just 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 a a music service <laughs> that knows nothing. I think, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it's funny, too, because even in the Western market, I think um, Pink Floyd got uh, upset with with iTunes um, because uh, on iTunes, um, you know, before before Apple Music, you know, you a lot of music was actually purchased through iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Pink Floyd got it got upset and they made it they made a big stink out of it. I don't think they ever really did anything, um, but um, but basically they were upset because, you know, people could just buy certain tracks. Yeah. So, for example, you know, um, you know, Dark Side of the Moon or, or something like that. So, like tracks that were uh, very, very popular, yeah, that uh, was, maybe they yeah, were. That was um,
1: gapless. You know, you have to listen to the, to the album as a whole. You know, you have to uh, listen right. from the beginning to the end. Not, the, you know, I, I, pick, I, I, lo- I love the time. So, I, I just played that song, but that is totally wrong. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it depends. It depends on what it is. If it's if it's a Rihanna or Rihanna, or uh-huh. Katy Perry, I mean, like yeah. the rest of the album is probably pretty crap mm-hmm. compared to the to the popular single, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, but
2: I, I think a think, lot of this yeah. in a lot of this industry with music, it's uh, the dynamics of the music industry um, is about you only have yes, you have to get users, but on the other hand, you also have to deal with the record labels, and so a large part of why. Tencent Music's been able to be successful is they've cut deals um, early on with the music labels for like exclusive rights for large catalogs of music. Um, And actually when you look at Spotify, for example, like they're not profitable because they have to give so much payments to the the music labels. Um, So it's a real problem that there's only a few key uh, labels uh, that have all the back catalogs and they all kind of collude together. Um, it's kind of like a it, it's not a very good dynamic for the platforms so Spotify has been really suffering because of this um, in China Tencent music is profitable um, but it, because of the way that the dynamics of the industry work it's actually quite difficult for the apps to be profitable if they want to respect the music rights of the uh, of the labels.
0: Yeah, but but even then, I mean, this is what's always what's really what's really really interesting, and so it's and, and it's not not just applicable to to music, but it's it's the rise of um, IP IP lawsuits uh, mm. between between companies, and so you know we've gone all the way from. Um, you know the the Chinese cultural industry is is built on is built on piracy, and the only way to monetize is by uh, being spokespeople for crappy products or or um, selling ringtones to you know these these uh, copy these license holders. So uh, Baidu, NetEase, Tencent, Kugou, Xiaomi, Alibaba, you know so on and so on suing each other left and right for, for unauthorized use of, of, of certain content. And, and, and I think what's, what's, what's really interesting is that, you know, uh, you know, this is, this is part of, um, you know, professionalization, let's say, or, or uh, the globalization of of content in China, where in order to broadcast uh, these things, in order to host uh, these things, people, these companies are shelling out big, big bucks um, to, to, to get those rights. And, and they're, they're willing to actually go to court um, to, to protect them. I mean, this is, to me, this is, you know, I, I, this, this is always really interesting kind of looking back at, um, at what life used to be like and i think that you know it's it's always interesting and in every every couple of years we we see this this lesson and i feel like i keep i keep learning it but basically um, you know, nothing, nothing is permanent. Like in the tech space, nothing, nothing is really permanent. And so we, we look at the dominance of, of Tencent um, in, in, in so many different areas. We look at the dominance of Alibaba in, in other areas. Um, and if history, if history teaches us anything, we shouldn't, we shouldn't take that for granted. Um, and so, you know, the, the business models that we see these days that are, that are super, super successful, you know, O2O, Uh, delivery um, e-commerce and things like that you know it's it's you look how much has changed in the last 10 years so since i moved to china in 2008 and and the pace of change on the one hand certainly has slowed down uh in a certain way but at the same time i mean again like you look you look back and like what seemed permanent is definitely not (laughs)
1: even the music downloading business is short-lived right Yeah. yeah
0: yeah exactly um, so so yeah Boyuan you know just kind of since 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 you're kind of a guest host um so if if people are interested in finding you online where where can they do that You can
1: find me on Twitter this boyuan T H I S B O Y U A N.
0: Great and and you, you need more followers Um okay <laughs> <laughs> Anyway And that's about all the time we have for this edition of China Tech Talk. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you left a review on iTunes. Or if you're on Pocket Cast or Overcast, you can tap on that star button and it will recommend this episode to your network.